Blog Talk Radio. Greetings to everyone. We want to say thank you all for joining us today. We're so grateful to the Lord uh, to be able to come before you and uh, share with you the things that the Lord has uh, laid on uh, our hearts to share today. My name is Brother Hawk Bolin, and today we're going to, as the Lord says, the same. We're going to continue in the Word and the things that He. Um, I feel like He really wants us to. Uh, Share. So, if you have your Bibles, let's go back to the third chapter of the Book of Ecclesiastes, and we're going to um, we're going to continue on with our series that we've been talking about concerning um, concerning seasons. And um, uh, today, we're going to talk about something specific. My prayer is that you will be blessed, that you will really, really hear. Uh, what God is saying in this particular lesson. So uh, the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, and we're going to start reading at verse 1. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And so when you're talking about seasons, um, uh, you're talking about things in your life, uh, like a specific time or space uh, that the Lord has you in for a particular uh, reason and seasons can also have to do with people. It can have to do with things. It can have to do with jobs, uh, places where you live, and things like that. All right. So it says there's two: a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And so that's what we want to focus on today love and hate, and also um, what it says uh, earlier on in, in verse 5, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. So those two things, they go together, love and hate, uh, embracing and refraining from embracing. And I think uh, I think that's very important that, that, that we have a season of embracing and a time of, of refraining from embracing a time to love and a time to hate. And I think that's something. Uh, it's, it's, you know, in this nation, there are things go, going on and where uh, people feel like, you know, the general consensus is that we're supposed to love everybody and love everything that everybody is doing and that we're supposed to embrace everything. And they feel like if you don't embrace, a person can feel like if you don't embrace what they're doing or if you don't love what they're doing, then, you don't love them. And, of course, to me, that's always been a tactic of the enemy, uh, you know, that, that people can feel like uh, that that everything they do 
should be approved by you, and if it's not, then that means you do not accept them or that you don't accept what they're doing. And um, uh, But this Bible says, tells us that there's a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain from embracing, embracing that there's a time to love and a time to hate. And uh, that's, it's very important that we understand that, especially when it comes to uh, holiness. That's, that's part of uh, us living a holy life. We're not supposed to love those things that are profane. We're not supposed to embrace those things that are profane. Uh, we're not supposed to love those things that uh, go against God and the knowledge of him. Uh, and, and what happens is if we're not careful, uh, we won't know that this is a part of God's word, but we're supposed to refrain from embracing at times, and that there are times where even we are supposed to hate. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes people get so caught up in trying to make sure that they accept people. But uh, even the word says that God does not accept the persons of the wicked. You see, that that, that he does not accept that, that person that's, that's wicked. Now, we know that if, if that was... If uh, that wasn't the case, then there would be no such thing as hell, see? And so we know that God does not accept the persons of the wicked. And so if that's the case, and we are followers of God, then do we do the same? I think it's very important that uh, we line up with the Word of God and what the Word of God says that, you know, the mistake, and and it's unfortunate that this whole Love everybody, and everybody's welcome. I see that sometimes when I'm driving by churches, uh, passing by churches, I see that on their signs that we everyone's accepted here, and that's not biblical. You know, uh, I believe when people repent, they should be accepted. But you just living whatever lifestyle you want to live and doing whatever you want to do, and then coming to church to make up for it or to give you some sense of, of, of uh, religion, uh, the, the, the church is not here to give you a sense of religion. See, we're here, the church is here to, to love God first and foremost and to live holy and to make everything else around us line up. In other words, it, we are not commanded in the word to accept wickedness. You see that? Or to love it or to embrace it. You see that? In fact, and, and, and you, if you're not careful, you'll be one of those people that think, oh, I'm just neutral. But the Bible says there's a, a, a time to love and a time to hate. Now, you need to do one or the other. You don't need to leave that hanging in the middle, you know, so that uh, you don't offend people. You know, there there is a time to love and there's a time to hate. There's a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain from embracing. You see that? Notice it don't say there's a time to just kind of, you know, get along with people. Or to you know whatever that that there you know you know it doesn't say that it doesn't say that there's a time to shake hands you see that either you're embracing or you're not either you're loving in other in other words with God there is no middle ground and we need to be the same way when it comes to sin when it comes to people that want to hold on to certain things that's contrary uh, it, it, it it's something uh, and and it's part of the devil's plan. Because the devil knows whatever you accept, uh, you have the potential to fall into yourself. He knows that. That's very that's very clear to him, even if it's not clear to you. Uh, and I've seen that happen over and over again. Uh, people just going from one ex- going from one end of it to the other, where they they at first hate sin, 
and, and then they find out that their loved one is in it, and so then uh, they continue to hang around them and, and accept that behavior. And then when they accept that behavior, at some point they pick up the same behavior. Be not deceived, evil communication, corrupted manners. We are supposed to hate evil. Now, that now that season can come, you know, as people continue to come. You see that? In other words, we don't embrace evil, and we we are told to hate evil. When we give our life to the Lord, we're supposed to have the same mindset as God. And unfortunately, I, and, I, and I'm telling you, even good-hearted believers, good-hearted Christians, uh, you know, especially, and I see that especially with their loved ones, uh, they they feel like, well, you know, that's my loved one. I love them. And maybe, you know, especially if it's something that we have personally dealt with. If we have struggled with fornication and we ain't, we don't have one word to say against it after we get saved. And that ain't the word. You know, and I've even heard people say that. Well, you know, who am I? I can't judge. I used to do the same thing. Well, and that's the key word you used to. You see that? You ought to be more than happy to help somebody come out of that junk that you were in at one time. So you need to ask yourself, why do you have a problem with speaking against and hating something that you uh, that you were a part of at one time, unless it's still in your heart and, and you feel convicted when you speak against it? You see that? I don't. I, I done done all kind of things, you know, in my past. You see that? I I, I done done all kind of things in my past, and. Um, that don't stop me from preaching against it. You see that? Because those things are in my past. And and people quick to throw, you know, well, you know, everybody got skeletons in their closet. And I believe that. There, there are skeletons. But notice, skeletons are dead. You see that? They're, they're dead. There's not a living human being in there. Those are skeletons. And and I'm going to preach against skeletons. You see that? And yes, I'm going to preach against it. And the Lord wants you to hate it. You see that? If you know how bound you were with it, you ought to be more than glad to help somebody, you know, come out of that. You see that? So we have to be careful that we don't misconstrue what true love is. When you have the true love of God on the inside of you, you can't help but to hate evil and the, and, and, and the, the deeds that people do. You see that? You can't help but to hate it. And And me personally, I don't care. I can be best friends with you. If you're doing something, I'm going to hate what you're doing. And if it's contrary to the word of God and contrary to holiness, I'm going to hate what you're doing, and I'm not going to want to be around you. You see that? And that's not me hating you. That's just me loving God more than my relationship with you. You see that? And that, and we have to get to that point. And so uh, if you have your Bible, just real briefly, let's go to the eighth chapter of the book of Proverbs. the eighth chapter of the book of Proverbs, and we're going to read uh, verse 13. It says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. You see that? Now, what does that word fear mean? It's talking about having a reverence for God. When you truly, truly reverence God, the Bible says that you are going to hate evil. But that, that is the beginning of 
the fear of God. In other words, your relationship, how did you come to God with a sincere heart if you did not hate who you were before you came to him? You can't even sincerely come to God if you think everything that you're doing is fine. So what so what makes you sincerely repent is when you hate what you're doing, when you hate the evil that you do. That's where true repentance comes in. Now, as long as you find an excuse, well, if, if she was doing this, then I wouldn't have done that. You don't hate evil. So you can't truly repent. You know, you can't truly repent when you, you are not, sincerely when you don't sincerely hate what it was that you were doing. You see that? And so this is saying this is where our relationship, where a, a true relationship with God starts is when you hate evil. You see that? When you hate evil. You see that? Now look at what it says. Pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. Everybody see so he's given us a list of things that he hates there. And that that's supposed to be also, we're supposed to have the same mind that God has concerning things. We're supposed to hate pride. We're supposed to hate arrogancy. We're supposed to hate evil ways. You see that? And so when if somebody is doing that, we shouldn't be able to stand to be around an individual that's living contrary to what the Lord uh, have have called us to live. You see that. So there, as you see in the Word of God, there is a time to embrace, and there is a time to refrain from embracing. You see that we are not supposed to embrace what's evil. You see that. And so, what? So when you're talking about love and hate, you're talking about what people are doing. When you're talking about embracing and refraining from embracing, you're talking about the person. I will not embrace you when you are walking in pride in the evil that you're doing. That, it, it, the only way I can embrace you is when the Lord embraces you. And when the Lord embraces you, it's because you have decided to hate what it was that you were doing. You see that? People, God can deliver you when you hate what you're doing. There is a time to hate. You see that? And so he can deliver you. When you hate what you're doing, but he can't, as long as you've got an excuse, as long as it's subtle in your mind and you don't see the ugliness of it and you don't see the, the outcome and you just, you, you know, you can find an excuse to hold on to it, God won't deliver you because you'll just go right back and pick it up. If you don't see the evil for what it is, then God won't deliver you. You see that? And that's the reason why so many Christians struggle. They, they know Listen, there's a difference between knowing something is wrong and hating it. So so somebody can get up, a righteous preacher can get up and preach and, and, and convince you that it's wrong. And you may wonder, well, why am I still struggling with it? Why am I still hanging on to it? I don't want it anymore. But the question is, do you hate it? You see that? If you don't hate it, it's yours to keep. If you don't hate it, you have no reason to get rid of it besides you want them to just make sure you look okay in front of other people. You see that? And so there is a difference between uh, uh, hating something and just flat out just not wanting to do it anymore, you know, just because somebody has preached against it you see that? or because you know it's wrong. See? And so we, we have to figure out what side are we on. If we hate something, then God will, will remove it because now we see it the way that God sees it. But as long as we don't see those things the way that God sees them, then it, it, 
we'll we'll hold on to it. You see that? Because why? Because if God came to take it away, we fall right back into it at some point because we have not learned to hate evil, which is the fear of the Lord. All right, so let's go look at another scripture just real briefly. Uh, let's go to the fifth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The fifth chapter of the book of Isaiah. And uh, we're going to read verse, start reading at verse 20. Look at what that says. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Everybody see that? So what is that talking about? These are people that try to walk that middle ground. What happens if you don't learn to love, uh, learn to hate evil and love good, then nothing's in black and white to you. And pretty soon what will happen, you will lose your bearing where you don't know what's evil or what's good anymore. You see that? I'm telling you, whatever you accept, it can become a part of you. That You know, that's one of the purposes of television. You ever notice how they call television the things that are on television programs? You know why they call them programs? Because a lot of that stuff is designed to do just that, to program you. If you continue to watch things on TV where there's a lot of bickering, there's a lot of arguing, there's a lot of drama and junk going on, you you will learn to accept that as the norm. You see that? You you will learn to accept that as the norm. You are being programmed. Whatever you whatever you uh accept, that's what you're being programmed with. You see that and pretty soon that will become a part of you. So look at what that says. It's verse twenty one. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. In other words, forget what the Bible says. That's what their mind is. I'm going to love this person. I'm going to embrace them. But the Bible says there is that there is a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain from embracing. There's a time to love and there's a time to hate. You see that? Even God himself said, uh, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. You see that? And so we have to learn to do the same thing. I'm telling you, we can get some people saved for real if we learn to hate what they're doing and refrain from embracing them while they're doing it. You know, the the danger of getting those two things mixed up is that when we accept the wickedness of people and when we accept people when they are in wickedness, we are basically putting a stamp of approval on what they're doing. Life is not supposed to have fellowship with darkness. We're supposed to hate darkness. And listen, if we are truly walking in the light, I can guarantee you that darkness is going to hate light because darkness don't like to be exposed. And light exposes darkness. You see that? And some of us, we're dealing with the spirit of rejection so bad, we're willing to compromise God's word for the purpose of just being accepted by worldly people. And we, we will reject righteousness and holiness to be accepted by worldly people. And there's something wrong with that. You see that? There's something wrong with that. That's why it says, woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes. What is wisdom in your own eyes? How are we going to win them over if we don't accept them? You, I can promise you, you won't win, you won't win them over by accepting them if, if they're still willing to hold on to the junk that God is trying to take away from them. 
You see that? And it's unfortunate that the church has gotten away from and don't know their role in this world. We're supposed to be standing out. We're supposed to be different, peculiar people. But folks are so scared of being talked about and so scared of being labeled, you know, with this title or that one or whatever the case is, that, that they're just accepting anything and everything. And that's not what the word tells us. We just read it there. We, there's a time to embrace. And when is that time? When people learn learn to love, uh, learn to hate the, the sin that they're in, when they, when they learn to hate it and, and give it up. You see that? So when do we refrain from embracing? When people don't see where they are spiritually and they are not willing to give up those things that are contrary to the word of God. No, as believers in Christ, we're supposed to embrace who God embraced, and we're supposed to refrain from embracing who God refrains from embracing. That's that's the bottom line. And I don't care how they tend to you. I don't care how much you, you – yeah, you can love people. And I, we're not telling you to hate people. We're supposed to love people. But you know what? You ought to love somebody's soul more than you love their company. You see that? You ought to – you. You ought to care about their soul and where they're going to spend eternity at more than you care about them spending time with you right now. You see that? And that's, that's the idea of that, that we remain and we remain holy and we remain on God's side. And then we call people over. You see that? I can't save you from drowning if I'm out there drowning with you. You see that? How, how am I, if I embrace you, I'm going to be drowning right with you. You see and so the idea is to pull people up to where, where holiness is and where God is, not to go down where they are and stay there. You see that? Now, that's, that's, that's designed for righteous preachers. Preachers, God sends preachers to, to win souls for him. You see that? And he gives them the grace to be able to be around that and to preach to them and come away from that. You know, not and, – and so many people are using that excuse, well, we have to accept them. And how are we going to win them over if we don't – but are you preaching to people when you're around them? That's my question, you see. Are you are you really preaching to them or are you enjoying their company and enjoying what they're doing? And you yourself are tempted in that, you see that? So let's be real about it. Let's not you know, let's not be wise in our own eyes and prudent in our own sight and, 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 and overlooking the fact that it's lust on the inside of us that's pulling us in that direction, you see that? Let's stand for God. And make sure that we remain standing for him and, and just let the chips fall where they may. Let's not embrace what we're not supposed to be embracing. And that's, let's not love what we're supposed to be hating. You see that? Let's do things God's way and in his season and in his time. Amen. So we want to say thank you all for joining us today. We pray that something was said that has blessed you, and we look forward to sharing more of God's word with you. Have a blessed day.